If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe. Representative Jason Sane. And good afternoon, or good morning, as the case may be. Uh, we are broadcasting live from Washington, D.C. You are listening to All Things Sane here on WSIC. I am your host, Representative Jason Sane. I represent Lincoln County. Uh, and we I have my staff in Washington, D.C. with me today. Uh, they'll be joining a little later in the program. And then uh, at the bottom of the hour, I taped an interview with my good friend Gray Mills, who's running for uh, the 10th Congressional District, and uh, get a little conversation with, with Gray. So we'll We'll be departing for the airport. We came up to uh, at, at eleven thirty, but we came up to DC to talk uh, uh, artificial intelligence with uh, Microsoft, and had invited for a briefing. We were invited for a briefing. I also had State Representative Jake Johnson with us. Uh, he chairs our IT Oversight Committee along with myself and Senator Ryan Pice, and then he also is our IT Appropriations Chairman. So we were uh, trying to get our head around uh, artificial intelligence, how it's uh, you're going to impact state government. What are some of the innovations that are happening there? How can it, my question was, how can it make the lives of constituents better? Uh, and how can it uh, speed along the process? And so there are a lot of interesting things, a lot of interesting policy discussions that uh, that we were, you know, shaped around artificial intelligence. And I got to see some of the, the back end uh, of it a little bit and see how that works. Uh, I use uh, Copilot from Microsoft. I use a number of things. Most people think of Hear about ChatGPT, and that's what the, the 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 engine that they know most. Uh, it uses that. It uh, uses a, a number of other things, but it's pretty interesting to to look and see how that will operate, and look and see how state government uh, and how we form policies across multiple states will will impact uh, how that technology is is utilized. And so, it's an incredibly interesting discussion. Uh, somehow, it always ends up talking about killer robots. And uh, Terminators and Arnold Schwarzenegger and and the like, but uh, that was that was really not what we were talking about. But it but it was fun to to have that conversation and to to discuss with um, you know those that, that shape policy across multiple states. Uh, obviously, we're broadcasting today from from the hotel lobby, uh, beautiful Marriott somewhere in in Washington D.C. I couldn't tell you where, it's just wherever the Uber took us, and it was right across from Microsoft. So. Nevertheless, uh, it is also a very, very busy time as the candidates are pushing out their last-minute messages, some last-minute attacks. Uh, if you're like me and you're a, a primary voter, you're probably getting lit up on your phone with text messages. You actually don't mind. Uh, in some respects, I like that a lot better than the old uh, uh, telephone calls where they try to call you and get you on the phone. I don't know who answers your phones these days with cell phones and, and how they would find a home number. Uh, other than my parents, I don't know who uh, who else has a home phone. But I I realize that a lot of people do, but um, but I've seen a lot, obviously, um, with a with an active race like the tenth congressional district. Uh, the candidates there uh, are all trying to push out the message. And then there's a number of statewide candidates as well, so um, they're they're out there campaigning. I know from the folks that are standing at early voting, they are ready to be done. Uh, that's a grueling, grueling process. At least the weather hasn't been too bad, although I think they've had to deal with rain. Uh, it hasn't been too cold uh, during this early voting. Early voting does continue. Uh, I know in Lincoln County uh, until Saturday, uh, the polls will be open, uh, so you can vote at four locations in Lincoln County. And if you want to look up where you can vote, you can look up your voter registration at ncsbe.gov. 
Uh, that's North Carolina State Board of Elections.gov. Uh, you plug in your name and, your, and it uh, finds you in the, in the voter database and it can tell you where to vote. You can also pull up a uh, uh, sample ballot that will help you make your decisions if you hadn't made those already. And it's a good way to, to kind of go line by line and uh, look up the candidates, look at their websites, look what they're talking about and uh, see what their, their main policy initiatives are. Uh, some, some do better than others, so you can make your judgments uh, from there. Uh, but it is, uh, I know for the candidates, they'll be ready to be done with it after standing. And it's great to talk and interact with voters but when they're there. But uh, usually during early voting, you'll have gaps of time where you don't see anyone. And that's when it just kind of wears on you a little bit. It, uh, it's, a, it's, a mental, it's, a, it's mental Olympics, if you will. But, you know, part of, part of going out there and getting the votes. But, um, again, broadcasting live from Washington, D.C., uh, I guess some would call it the swamp. Luckily, we didn't have to go anywhere near the Capitol. Uh, didn't have to deal with any federal politicians. Uh, there's some are better than others. Uh, we were actually dealing with state-level state stuff. It just happened to be where their briefing room is in Washington, D.C., and we got to uh, talk lots and lots about artificial intelligence and what it can do. Uh, interestingly enough, if you've never used the, the DMV's app, uh, something that was an initiative of, of mine and a couple of legislators, I think way back in 2013, 2014, something like that, maybe maybe a little later, but we automated the process for renewing your license. And some people tell me, oh, gosh, I went to the DMV and waited forever to renew my license. And I, I always got to ask, if you've got a clean driving record, uh, there's some other stipulations, but as long as you've, you've not had any accidents and you don't have to come in and uh, take any tests uh, and you've got a valid license, you can renew that license online. It'll save you a lot of time. Uh, I think really the, the genesis of uh, why that bill came to pass, why it became law is, I ended up spending about three and a half hours one day at the DMV waiting just to renew my license. And I said, there's got to be a better way. Really, you just want to take my money and, and check in with me. So let me let me find a better way to do that. So uh, we went out and found a company that was doing it in other states. And it's really nice because you can actually check other licenses that you might have with the state uh, using that simple system. And it's a, a chat bot, if you will. So I, hopefully it's a good tip for you today. Uh, if you've not used it, you should really think about it. Obviously, if you're a new driver, you have to go in and, and do the road test and um, you know, do, do all the normal things that you would. But for, for an experienced driver, um, as long as you're an experienced good driver, uh, you, you can get that renewed online, which will save you tons and tons of time. But like I say, it's a chat bot. So you tell it what you want to do and renew my license. It'll take you to the right, right uh, web page that you want to access to do that. Have your credit card ready and pay that right there. Uh, I actually had folks who, who fought me at the legislature because they didn't want to take the credit cards because they thought that uh, the state shouldn't be taking uh, digital currency at the time. Things have changed. Lots, lots happened since then, uh, thankfully, uh, for better or for worse. I think for better that the state could at least uh, uh, do that. However, you know, some, interestingly enough, I'll have my staff on here in just a few minutes, but um, state is still way behind on a lot of technology. I know that probably shocks most people. Uh, state moves very slowly uh, on some of this. And when we order a flag for constituents, a lot of time Boy Scouts getting their merit badges or uh, someone wants to honor someone who is, who's done something, uh, their, their service or something in the community, they'll, they'll call our office and request a flag. Now we have to buy those. So I usually, uh, it's, it's allowed to use campaign funds to do those. So we, we generally do uh, give those when it warrants uh, you know, special recognition. Uh, anyway, they fly a flag over the Capitol, which is really neat, uh, but they they won't take credit card for that. They won't take a digital form of payment. So we always have to get a check, and uh, which is not how we 
actually operate you know our, our campaign so it, it takes a little time for us to get that check and generally what i do is write a personal one and get it reimbursed but it's just I, i'm thinking you know here we are in 2024 and we can't automate this just a little bit um uh, state government uh, lags behind in, in a lot of ways uh so but nevertheless we're, we're trying to improve that trying to to make things better that's a small thing the, the bigger thing was at dmv being able to automatically renew i'm broadcasting live today from washington dc if you just joined us it's a uh, great, great uh, meeting yesterday with the Microsoft folks talking about uh, artificial intelligence. I've met with folks from Google in the past and, and different ones, just seeing how we shape policy. But we'll be back in just a moment. I'll have my staff, Angela Miranda and Jennings Tumlin, join me in just a few minutes. We'll be back right after the break. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with more of All Things Sane with NC Representative Jason Sane after this short break on 1059 100.7 WSIC. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. All Things Sane. Representative Jason Sane. We've got fun and games. We got everything you want, honey. We know the names. We are the people that can find whatever you may need. If you and welcome back to All Things Sane here on WSIC. Glad that you're listening or if you're watching, uh, you're, you're probably noticing a strange background behind us here. We're in a hotel lobby in Washington, D.C. Getting ready to leave back up to, uh, to catch our plane. But before we did, we want to make sure that we uh, finish the show. And uh, I've got with me, joining me today, uh, here on All Things Sane, and my staff, they came up for a, a briefing with me uh, at Microsoft about artificial intelligence, and we've got a new addition to the, snap, to the staff. Angela Miranda has been on the show before. Angela is my chief of staff and research assistant, and welcome Jennings Tumbling. And she's like, great, do I really have to be on? I don't know that I want to do this, but uh, no, we, we have, uh, this is her first uh, trip with the, with the office. We came up with Representative Jake Johnson. Uh, to discuss artificial intelligence and policy matters around that. Uh, but we are in lovely, is it lovely? It's not really lovely. We're in Washington, D.C. We'll be glad to get out of here and get it off of us as soon as we can. Uh, but we did learn a lot, and it was uh, a good talk about what we might or might not do in terms of legislation, but how it could also help uh, folks in North Carolina and obviously help you as constituents. So uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, Jennings has now taken over the newsletter and doing a fantastic job. If you, if you get the newsletter on a regular basis or haven't seen it over the last two weeks, our provider changed the setting. So I don't, we haven't seen as much uh, feedback and much, uh, as much reading of it. We're switching services. Uh, we're, we're, going, we're switching over to Constant Contact. We've imported the database, so you don't have to do anything. You don't have to change anything right now. Uh, but if you see that uh, you're not getting it uh, probably this Sunday morning, which is generally when we send them out, and uh, you should have one. Uh, in your inbox by at least noon, but sometimes I think they come out a little earlier than that because we get them completed during the week. Uh, so you'll, you'll hear more about this trip and more, uh, read more uh, there in the newsletter. But Jennings is taking that over and we'll, we'll be ready to rock and roll come, come Sunday morning. So uh, if you want to, want to get the uh, e-newsletter, you can send me an email at jason.sane, J-A-S-O-N dot S-A-I-N-E at nclegov We'll add you to the list, uh, but but part of the new features is people can automatically sign up. So we'll send you to, for future folks, we'll send you to uh, to, a, to a link and you can fill out all the pertinent information there and we'll just automate that process because we think automation saves time. 
Absolutely, good, great idea. That's fine. I hire the smart people, um, but uh, these these are the the bosses here. Uh, they do a fabulous job for me. Uh, Angela, in her role now as the chief of staff and research assistant, uh, will be digging into a lot of policy. Uh, but so will Jennings. I don't hire people and then tell them, oh well, all you do is answer the phone and return emails. That's not what you do when you come to work in my office. Uh, that's why I'm able to hire some really bright people who get to uh, come be a part of that. And, and I'm great to have you both. And Jennings, certainly welcome welcome to the show. This is the, the irritating thing that every now and then I'll stick you on camera and make you speak and, uh, and talk to the audience. But, uh, but I always, also think it's great for them to get to know who they're talking with. Constituents know, you know, it's just not some, some you know, um, automated message that you're getting at the end of the phone. You get real people who do real work, and they do a great job of doing that. So Jennings has hit the ground running, but she is from uh, South Carolina. Yes. So t tell, tell, tell our audience where you're from. So she's 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 from down on the coast, and then of course Angela's from down on the coast, and you are from uh, Cape Carteret. So well, they get to live in beautiful places. Of course, we live in a beautiful place on Lake Norman. We we live we all live near bodies of water. Uh, ours is just inland, and you guys get to enjoy the uh, the coast. But uh, but again, the, these are the folks that make it happen. Uh, they do a lot of work, and we've got some other folks who. Um, while they, they don't report directly to me, uh, we've got a whole army of, of really uh, fascinating young people who do some great work and, and dig into the policies and, and the research that we need. If you have problems interacting with state government, I, I told Angela when she first came to work for me, I said, our, our office is a little different. Uh, and, our, and our neck of the woods in North Carolina, people don't really want a lot out of government. A lot of times it's just how do I navigate it? How do I get that vote registered? How do I how do I get my hunting license? Those type of things, and so we help with that. Of course, there's more serious issues too, but that's by and large a lot of the uh, questions that we get in our office. Um, also, always a lot of questions about if you live on a non-state maintained road, how we can help with that. Uh, there's not a lot we can do, uh, but at least we can help you get answers and uh, and how to get you to that point. And so we do that. So, but we are broadcasting from Washington D.C. Uh, yesterday we came up for the for the um, uh, Microsoft Artificial Intelligence Briefing. Uh, it's one that they had offered to do for us. Uh, this just happens to be where their center is, uh, where their uh, policy center is uh, here in Washington, D.C., and uh, talked with a number of their folks. And pretty pretty neat, uh, as you might imagine, it's for a technology company. It's a pretty neat little location. It's not their main headquarters. It, it is just really where they do a lot of the policy stuff, but um, was, was was neat to see. Uh, we haven't had time to do any sightseeing. Uh, we had that meeting, and then we had a dinner meeting after that. So and we're just packing up and heading home here shortly. But we'll uh, we'll be back to work, and uh, they'll go to Raleigh, and I'll go back to Charlotte and back to home, and uh, we'll continue to do the work that we do. Um, do have on Friday uh, dedication of the new EMS building in Lincolnton. I've been invited to that. Um, we'll have a number of, of, of obviously local folks, the county commissioners, and so forth, uh, and our EMS folks who work very hard. Uh, we'll be dedicating that new building with them. Um, I've got some other things going on, like a school visit coming up that we've got uh, to one of the elementary schools. Looking forward to that. Uh, and, of course, different, you know, various different things we do and, and a lot of uh, meetings. We, You know, folks who may not know, uh, if you listen to the show, uh, hopefully you do, but we keep an office in downtown Lincolnton. It's something that, that I pay for out of the campaign, but we keep that so that 
if folks, you know, we don't expect you to come to Raleigh uh, to visit our office. If you if you need help with state government, we uh, we can do virtual meetings, and of course, we can do meetings in in person uh, in Lincolnton and in and in Raleigh. So whichever you prefer, we try to meet constituents where it's most uh, uh, convenient to them. Uh, and of course, you can always call us by phone. But um, we, we do have the newsletter. We explain a lot of that in that newsletter, uh, and we appreciate those who read and those who give us feedback. We, we do get uh, uh, some, some attaboys and attagirls uh, from, from our readership who enjoy the information. Um, Jennings is learning a lot about the history of North Carolina and about the history of Lincoln County. So, so you, get to, you get to do that and you get to experience that when you're, when you're working for me. But we, we, uh, we, you know, the legislature is not in session 365 days a year, but our office works pretty much. Uh, I mean, we do take the weekends, most, mostly. Occasionally, they get texts from me though over the weekend because if it crosses my mind or I bump into a, a constituent's got a question, I'll say, "Hey, don't need to respond to me right now, but hold this one for Monday because we've got to we got to handle it." But uh, we do. They, we take them a little time off. I'm not that bad of a boss, I don't think. But uh, but they they do a wonderful job, and and so it's great to have you both on the show. Um, when we come back uh, at the bottom of the hour, uh, I taped an earlier interview, knowing that we were going to be in Washington D.C. We wanted to be part of the show from here. But uh, I talk with my good friend, Gray Mills, State Representative Gray Mills. He is my seatmate in Raleigh, and I've known him and Jennifer for a long, long time. Uh, probably uh, puts too much age on, on Gray and I both, but uh, Gray's a fascinating guy. You know, what's that? Age does show experience, and, and Gray and I have that. Uh, that and, and kids that, that, that will age you, too. Um, but, uh, but we, we, we have a great uh, relationship and, and have always been great friends, and um, when he, he was in the legislature, left for a while to, to work in the in Randy Marion's uh, auto dealership as their legal counsel, and then came back uh, to the legislature sometime later, and, and we became state mates, and we, we enjoy it. We uh, uh, it's a good thing we don't have uh, uh, commentary or a camera on us all the time. Uh, you might get our, our our true reactions to some of our colleagues. We always try to be polite, but every every now and then things every now and then things get said on the house floor that will. Uh, raise an eyebrow, make you laugh, or you just go, uh, what planet did they come from? But uh, if you see background, we are in Washington, D.C. We're uh, 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 people walking by, looking at us like, what, who are those three people just staring at an iPad on a on a table? But uh, we thought this was kind of a neat way to broadcast. We've done this now from Orlando, and where else have we been? Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, so just, a, just another day, another broadcast. We like to push the uh, technology. Bill's back in the studio. Uh, there in Huntsville, uh, working the boards, Huntsville Cornelius. I don't know which address that is, but it's, uh, uh, I guess it's Cornelius, maybe. But anyway, uh, he's back working the boards. Uh, when we, like I said, when we come back, we'll have Gray Mills on. Uh, a great conversation with Gray. Um, and then, I guess next week, I, so I talked to David Coble. I get to be on Vicki Sawyer's show because she's going to be out. And I guess that'll be our uh, real election recap with me and David Coble. We'll have a show next Wednesday following. I think, I think I'll be in Raleigh next Wednesday. Is that right? So you'll, you'll get us from the office. I won't make them get on the camera again, maybe, or maybe I will uh, uh, jump on and, and talk to you. But uh, again, we love having these conversations, able to talk with our constituents and, and, and interact with them. If our office can ever help you, uh, the number is 919-733-5782. Uh, you know, I don't call it, so uh, I, I usually call them on your cell phone. But uh, 919-733-5782. And uh, you can reach us there, or you can just send me an email, jason.sane at ncleg.gov. And it's also right now how you can uh, sign up for the newsletter. 
you just send us a quick email and say, hey, here's my email, here's my name. Uh, we'll be glad to add you to that. We, we send it out once a week on the regular. Uh, we don't hit every week because nothing's going on or you know, there hasn't been a lot of interesting news to report. We're not going to fill up your inbox and, and waste your time, but we do like to keep connected. Uh, and again, so in case you just joined, um, you, you have Angela Miranda over here. She's the chief of staff. And you have Jennings Tumlin, who's the new legislative assistant. And uh, they do a fabulous job for me and for the constituents in Lincoln County. And they always want to be helpful. And they're super nice. And, of course, I don't let anybody talk down to them. Uh, every now and then, we, we don't mind fielding complaints. That's part of it. But uh, sometimes people get a little out of hand. But uh, And those are usually people that uh, have to call back because we disconnect somehow. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's tech, tech, tech problems. But you're listening to All Things Sane here on WSIC. We do the show every Wednesday from 11 to 12, no matter where we're at. Uh, you can always catch us here. Uh, Bill runs, runs, the, runs the business back in the studio. We'll be back in just a few minutes. We'll have Ray Mills. Thanks for listening to WSIC. It's All Things Sane with North Carolina Representative Jason Sane on 1059 100.7 WSIC. Local starts here. And welcome back to All Things Sane. We appreciate you listening each and every week. We do this on Wednesdays from 11 to 12. You can catch us live over the air. You can catch us on LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, X, everywhere you might find video podcasts and so forth. But we're glad to have you joining me today. This is very special to me. And, and you know, we're right in the middle of political season. We've got the, the primary coming on Tuesday, but you can vote early. If you need to vote early, want to vote early, you can look up your uh, locations where you can do that uh, by simply going to the State Board of Elections website at ncsbe.gov. So that's North Carolina State Board of Elections.gov. Go there. You can punch in your name, look up your registration, figure out where either you vote on election day or where your early vote, early voting locations are. And, and of course, get a sample ballot as well. But on my sample ballot, I've got marked Gray Mills, my seatmate in Raleigh, longtime friend, State House Representative. Gray Mills, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, sir. I greatly appreciate you having me on. Well, glad to have you on. And uh, it's it's funny because we're, we're meeting, uh, you know, via cameras th today. But uh, normally we're, we're on the House floor. We, uh, we do this, uh, have our little conversations each and every day because we're, we're hanging out. But, uh, but, but, but you're running for Congress, and yes, I want to talk a little bit about that. But I, wanna, you know, I don't want to assume that everybody knows you're running, right? Because we get polls and we see that there's so many people undecided. They haven't made up their mind yet. And maybe they don't know you. So tell me about Gray Mills. I know you, but let's tell the folks who are listening and watching a little bit about you, uh, talk about your family. Uh, and, and what you do professionally, because, you know, it turns out the legislature is really just a side hustle. Uh, you're not making your money there. So what, what, what is what? Tell me everything and all about Gray Mills. Well, thank you, Jason. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to do that. Uh, to, uh, to you and all your viewers, I am a conservative lawmaker. I'm a husband and I'm a father of three uh, in Raleigh. Of course, I've, I've served for uh, four terms. That's uh, eight years. I did that in two segments. I first served in 2008 to 2012. And then, Jason, I, I went home for about 10 years to help uh, raise the kids because we have three kids. And then I returned in 20 and served again in 22. And now I'm running for Congress. Uh, I am an attorney. I practiced law for about 20 years. And, and at some point, about eight years ago, I decided to, to join the family business. So 
I no longer practice law anymore. I'm actually in the automobile business. Uh, my wife's family is in the automobile business, so so I work in that family business. And we're a retail uh, car um, uh, dealerships. We sell uh, all makes and models, and um, and uh, I thoroughly enjoy my work doing that. My children, I'm very proud of them. I have a uh, my daughter Alexandria. She's in law school. She's getting Jason. We've got three graduations in May, so we're getting ready to have a very <laughs> very busy uh, summer. My daughter is graduating law school from Wake Forest. University, and we're real proud of her and her accomplishment. She's actually going to be clerking, already has a job, that's great. She's going to be clerking at the uh, state Supreme Court, so we're real proud of her. Our oldest son, who's our middle child, uh, he's a Corps of Cadets member at Texas A&M University, and he's a pilot, and he intends to fly uh, in the military uh, at some capacity, so we're, we're real proud of him as well. And then we have our youngest, who is graduating from high school this year, and uh, he's going to be attending UNC. Uh, my wife, Jennifer, uh, she's a Charlotte grad, as you are. Uh, I went to App State, but now, Jason, everything's Carolina blue in our, in our closet because he's going to be playing football there as a long snapper. So we're proud of him as well. So in a nutshell, that, that's uh, my family and, uh, and what I presently do. Well, we can relate in my household with uh, all the Carolina blue. I, you know, Catherine and I are UNC Charlotte graduates, but uh, our son has fell in love with Carolina basketball. So we've got a little bit of uh, blue here at the house too. And, and understand uh, it, it was my, hard my to friend... get the Carolina blue. I, I was always had the black and gold from Appalachian, but but uh, we support <laughs> him and in, in his efforts uh, in going to play football at Carolina. Well, that's awesome. You know, a lot of times people think of of, of politicians they. They think it's just the candidate or what they see on television or maybe sometimes what their candidate, uh, what their opponent said they were. But uh, uh, the fact of the matter is it's, it's everyday people. You're, you're an everyday person. Like I say, I've known you forever. Uh, I know what kind of guy you are, which is one makes it really easy to endorse you for Congress, but, well, but also because I know the job you'll do. Uh, so at the legislature, I mean, so you, you, you do have the legal background, um, you know, that not a requirement, but you're, you're, you're there, um, uh, you know, I always say I practice law without a license on the House floor, like a, a many of our other members. But but you you really dig in. You're, you're on a number of committees where your legal uh, background, your legal training uh, matters a lot. I know you've done a lot on election reform. Uh, of course, that's that's what I had to sit there and, and 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 be mindful of the fact that the cameras are on you uh, when you're when you're presenting those bills on the House floor. But that takes a lot of work too, getting those things. Uh, just over the finish line, and uh, and people maybe don't realize that. But you you what are all the committees that you work on? I know I know ethics because I serve with you on ethics committee. Uh, you you co chair that. There's a house chair, senate chair, uh, the legislative ethics committee. But what 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 is kind of the scope of work at at the legislature for you? So in the general assembly, I've had the opportunity to chair um, several committees. Um, this session, of course, is the election law and campaign finance. Committee, and I've been doing that since since the uh, 2021 session. So following the uh, 2020 elections, uh, that's uh, the role that the speaker's office assigned me. Uh, I thought that uh, the speaker and his staff uh, liked me, but then they said, "Well, we need you to chair elections," and that was right after the 2020 elections. And I knew what a heavy lift that was going to be, but I've thoroughly enjoyed that. And we've done some good things there. You know, we've passed some some good legislation that uh, improves our elections and our elections process and improves the integrity of the vote. So I'm proud of the work that we've done in the House Election Law Committee. But I've also, as you said, chaired other committees. Of course, the uh, Joint uh, Ethics 
uh, committee. I've had a good time uh, chairing that um, along with um, Senator San Sanderson. That's a joint committee made up of House and Senate members. I've also chaired the uh, House ABC committee and I've been a vice chair on Judiciary One. Of course, uh, Chair Davis uh, is the head chair of that, but that's obviously an interesting committee. And, and in that committee, you get a lot of the, um, uh, you know, the civil uh, law changes, criminal law changes and things like that. So being an attorney has helped me in that regard. You know, being in the courtroom, uh, having that experience of dealing with statutes and how they affect real individuals obviously does help as, as being a law writer or a lawmaker while serving in, in Raleigh. But I've had an excellent experience serving in Raleigh. Uh, Jason, I'm, you know, if, if I win this, uh, then obviously I won't be returning to Raleigh. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to miss those days. A lot of good people uh, serve us in state government, and they're there for the right reasons. And, you know, in Raleigh, we get a lot of good things done. I'm proud of the record that we have as in the House, and I'm proud of my record personally as well. Well, you should be. And a lot of our friends at the legislature lean on you and, and count on you, uh, which I think is very important when voters go to decide. Um, you know, I, I, I know you, you know, because we work together, but, but you know, sending someone to Washington, D.C., we've seen in Washington, D.C. That, that not much is happening, if anything. And what does happen sometimes isn't all that great anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know, some days you wish they'd stayed home. Uh, but but you come from a background here in North Carolina, and I know we've got two other House members who are running. We've got our Speaker, Tim Moore, who's running for Congress in the 14th District. Uh, we've got John Bradford. He's running for Congress. If the three of y'all make it, you you bring with you a can-do spirit, a can-do record. Um, you know, you have voted on things. You have had to uh, do the tough work of getting uh, Bill Stew committee, uh, working with the other chamber to get them passed. I think that more than anything, we, we see these folks who go to Congress who don't even understand the process, really, and understand what it takes to get something over the finish line so that it can become law so that you can be effective. I, I think that in and of itself is a major reason for voters to consider you for Congress. Um, you know, it, it's not easy taking a bill from start to finish and getting it to law. Yeah, you're exactly right. The General Assembly has been an excellent uh, place to, to to learn and develop legislative skills. And, you know, Jason, in Raleigh, uh, we get things done, and, and you've been a big part of that. I mean, we pass balanced budgets every two years that protect the taxpayer, that fully fund uh, government uh, uh, programs, uh, core government programs that need to be funded, and, and we do a good job with taxpayer dollars. You know, you don't see that on the federal level. And, and that's one of the reasons I'm running. You just get so disgusted about the things that you see happening in Washington, D.C. At the state level, you know, we we move at a fairly quick pace and we're able to get results. Uh, people tell me, uh, listen, when you get to Washington, it doesn't always work that way. And we see that. I mean, we see that every night we cut on the TV and watch the news, um, how dysfunctional Washington can be. But I'm encouraged that that things are are going to improve. We've got a lot of good people uh, run, as you mentioned, running for office. Uh, and, and so I'm encouraged about what I see. And, and certainly the General Assembly and the role I play there will obviously pay big dividends and help me tremendously uh, when I go to Washington. Well, I know that's right. And uh, people have asked me, of course, they, they come to me and they say, well, why Gray Mills? Why, why should we even consider him we, if they didn't know you? Uh, a lot of folks do know you. You're from Mooresville. Uh, you grew up in the area. Uh, you, you, the 10th district is is kind of your your backyard. 
Uh, but for those who don't, I, I always tell them, look, the guy is one of the hardest workers in politics. Uh, you, you, when you're very mission focused, you know how to get the job done, you know how to get it from start to finish and know how to, quite frankly, work with a lot of personalities because that's a lot of what your job is uh, in any elected body, uh, but certainly Washington, D.C., to get past what, what has been really kind of a do-nothing Congress for, mm -hmm. for almost a decade or even yeah, more. Yeah, for too long. Yeah. Too long, and people are fed up. Well, and we're talking with Gray Mills. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I tell you what, Gray, we'll come back in just a minute after the break. Uh, we'll get back to you if you've got time to stay. Love to take take the last segment here. We'll go to the break, come back. We'll talk to Gray Mills. We'll uh, pick his brain just a little more. Of course, that important primary is fast coming on Tuesday. You can early vote. You can look that up, uh, ncsbe.gov. You're listening to All Things Sane here on WSIC. We do this every Wednesday from 11 to 12, or you can always catch the podcast. We'll be right back. Sane with NC Representative Jason Sane on the way from 1059 100.7 WSIC. Call now to speak with NC Representative Jason Sane at 844 Studio 4. It's all things sane on 1059 100.7 WSIC. And we're back on all things sane here on WSIC. We do this every week. I am your host, State Representative Jason Sane. Uh, you can Reach us by sending emails to jason.sane at ncleg.gov. Uh, there's topics for the show, things people you think would be interesting to have on the show. Glad, glad to consider those. Not a guarantee, but we'll certainly consider them. But you can always write to me. And you can ask to be on our newsletter. We have got a new and improved newsletter for the district. Uh, we've switched services. So if you got the newsletter twice over this last week, we apologize for that but it takes a little bit of onboarding to go to the new service and we want to make sure we didn't miss anybody. But today uh, we are glad to have Gray Mills, candidate for Congress for the 10th Congressional District, also a good friend of your show's host, uh, longtime friend, uh, both Gray and his wife, Jennifer, and the family's just wonderful folks. Uh, and of course, his father-in-law, Randy Marion, all good people have known him for a long time. And I know him for a long time. We were talking about having lived in the district, being a Mooresville guy. Uh, you know this district very well, Gray. Uh, so again, glad to have you on the show. But how about how about the fact that you you probably do more than anybody in the race that I've seen? Uh, I think you've got one person who's running who doesn't live in the district. Uh, you got another person who's running who's apparently lived in three districts or wanted to run for three different districts, uh, and then someone who has been out of the district and then moved back. Uh, you've been a lifelong guy here in in Mooresville and in the tenth district for the for the area. Uh, what what does that give you an advantage in, in running for office? Jason, I, I think it certainly does. I, I certainly understand the people and the issues of this district. Uh, you know, we, my family, it, it traces its roots back to this area a long, long ways. I, I believe somewhere in the mid 1700s. And, and my, my parents uh, are from here, my grandparents, my great grandparents. But, uh, you know, we, we've got a good thing here. It's a great area. And, and I, I always wanted to uh, to live here. I even even growing up and going to college, away to college, going away to law school. My goal was always to return to this area because we truly live in a fantastic uh, area of, of the state and the country. Um, yeah. So I, having that experience, I, I, I truly understand uh, a lot of the issues that, that people see across the district and and, um, you know, I, 
the people I run into I, and the people that I talk to, no matter which county it's in, their number one concern is is the southern border. And, and that's one of the issues that, that I plan to, to work on immediately upon being elected. And, and, and second is, is uh, the, the federal spending. You know, in Raleigh, Jason, we pass a balanced budget every two years, but uh, Washington, you know, the, the federal spending is truly a concern to everybody that we talk to across the district. So I understand these, these issues. I understand what's important to people. And you know what else, Jason? People, they, they appreciate the, the work that, that we've done in the General Assembly. I can't tell you how many times people tell me, look, we looked at your record in the General Assembly. Uh, you've done a good job, and, and we're supportive of you because of that, because you've got a proven conservative record. I tell people all the time, you can expect me to do in Congress exactly what we've done in the General Assembly, and that's protect the taxpayer, never voted for a tax increase, as to protect our rights, and that includes our property rights and our Second Amendment rights, as, as you are and as I am, you know, we all are rated uh, A by the NRA, and we've always had put important uh, emphasis on protecting all of our rights, in, including property rights and Second Amendment rights. And you can expect me to uh, to promote freedom. And you've seen this yourself just this past session, Jason. People come after our freedoms uh, in a lot of different ways. Even in a conservative state like um, North Carolina, just this last session, there was a, a bill proposed to, uh, uh, to uh, prohibit people from purchasing gas appliances. And, and those things just aren't right. Of course, we beat that back and we're not we're not going to allow something like that to happen but but we have to be diligent and that's what people can expect of me even uh in congress as well as what we've done in the general assembly well absolutely we're talking with gray mills here on all things saying gray is a candidate for 10th district uh congress uh looking to to be the re the, the person who replaces outgoing congressman uh patrick McHenry. Uh, Gray, you make a great point and, and when folks have asked me like i say i, I tell them i know you personally but if they don't know you personally, they don't get to experience that. Maybe uh, all they hear is this interview. The, the point you're making about having a record uh, and, and can point to something that, that say, hey, look, I'm going to do the same thing I've always done. Uh, that's what you see is what you get. Um, you know, you've been in a legislative body. Uh, you've been in it twice. You, you, you served for a while, took time off uh, as, as you're raising family and, and, and doing things and then went back to the legislature. Uh, but you can look back through your entire legislative history. Uh, we know who you are, and and you didn't just show up. Uh, you, you you're not making a lot of promises you can't keep, uh, but you're pointing to a record that that people can see as as certainly consistent. Um, as you've you've not faltered on it. Uh, when you talk about the southern border, I know for a fact, and you know for a fact. All you got to do is ask people when when they walk in these early voting polls, what's one of the major things on their mind. You see it every day, Fox News, uh, or wherever you get your news. You're watching people just just casually walk across and 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 come into our country. People we don't know, Chinese nationals. There's a lot of military age Chinese men coming in. You know, we've got a president who's out to lunch. I'm not. I checked out might even be a nice way, uh, too nice of a way to say what's happening at the at the executive level. So we we need a strong Congress that's going to pass those bills to change the laws, to one, we need somebody to enforce the laws we got, but two, we've got to clean up this mess. And the and border security and, and our national security, uh, you know, because the implications are there with, like I say, when these, these military-aged men are coming uh, through these very porous borders, 
of, of really bad things possibly could happen uh, because of that. And, and that's been something that's been a laser focus of your campaign. I think it resonates very well. Um, you know, and, and you're by and large, if you look at it, uh, yes, yeah, certainly I've got my bias because I like you, but you've got a strong record and a strong opinion on, on border security. Well, it's the number one issue, Jason. I mean, if you poll this, it outpolls every other issue by 20, 30 points, and you don't need a poll either. I mean, it, it's first and foremost on everybody's mind, including mine, is, is securing the border. I'm speaking to a prosecutor in our district, here in the 10th district, and I asked him, I said, look, how, how many of the drug cases that, that you have right now here in the 10th district, here in North Carolina, how many of these drug cases do you think that, that the drugs are coming across the southern border? And, and he said it, it's, it's clearly over 90%, 90% of the drug cases that they're prosecuting in courts right here in North Carolina is due to drugs coming across the southern border. And of course, we've, we've um, stopped hundreds of, of people uh, listed on the terrorist watch list from coming in. Well, how, how many more people have we not stopped? And, and it's just, right. it's unprecedented. And every family, Jason, and you know this, you know people affected by, by this border situation. Every family, every state is affected. I, you know, my message on this, uh, on what we need to do is, has been clear, and it's been clear since I first started running last year for Congress. We have to shut down the border. We've got to build the wall. And we've got to return to the prior policies that we had in the past administration, the Trump administration, the remain in Mexico. And we have got to fully fund our law enforcement and our border patrol to do the job that we expect them to do. And uh, we've been clear on this message. And, 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 you know, the last thing that we certainly do not need is amnesty for those who have broken our laws and come to this country illegally. And, and, and that's priority number one when I get to Congress. Uh, of course, the second thing is the federal spending that, that I mentioned earlier. You know, we hit a milestone, Jason, just uh, when I filed to, to run for Congress at the end of the year. It's even higher now, but over $34 trillion of national debt. I mentioned my son earlier. He's, he's going to college. He's only 18. But when you do the math, he and everybody else, every other taxpayer is going to be responsible for over $100,000 of that uh, national debt. And we cannot continue at that pace. I'm proud of the work that we've done at the state level that you played a part in, that I played a part in. We did the best that we could on border and border issues, but the state can only do so much. And of course, I'm proud of the work that we always do on the budget. Uh, but, you know, we need to take we need to do a whole lot more at the at the national level. And those are the two top priorities uh, that we see that's on, on the minds of everyone that we talk to across the 10th district. Well, I, I think that's important one to have, you know, to say that you got a priority. Right. I mean, uh, too often uh, candidates just kind of run on a on a flashy ad or, uh, you know, some some past record that they've got or, you know, things that. Things that matter, but not not matter right now uh, necessarily. So uh, th these these two top issues for sure. We can't keep saddling young people with this kind of debt. They they're the ones that are going to have to pay for it. Uh, and when when you think about and it can well one it can be turned around. That's I'm all you and I both are eternal optimists. Uh, as bad as it may be, uh, we always believe in the future and believe that we can change that future by by again having enough 
um, intestinal fortitude to move forward and, and change things and not that's just right. we can we it. can work on changing it in this election uh, in in March and then again in in November these these elections mean so much to correcting the, what's going on and getting us on the right path. Well, and you, we we kind of you know always say you hear politicians say that this is the the most important election ever. Every election is the most important ever in a free society. Uh, if we're not making good decisions for the future, then we're damning our future, and and we don't want to do that. So I, I know uh, we're running out of time. We got just a minute, but uh, it's been great to have you on the show. I'm glad we had this opportunity. I, I've uh, I've very much been looking forward to it because again. So many people are talking about this 10th district race. I know you've been to uh, every every gathering or two or three are gathered and and, uh, and a potluck lunch was served. Uh, you've been there. I know you and Jennifer must be getting tired, but you can't stop now. You, it, you've got just, just a couple of days. We've seen a lot of old friends. We've met a, a lot of new friends. It, it's been a, a true, a truly a great experience, but uh, we will be ready for uh, March 5th. Well, it's been great to see your family. The whole family's been involved in it, by the way. It's so, a family. Uh, it's right. Now, the family is all in. That's correct. Well, it's it's great to have you on the show. Again, want to wish you luck on Tuesday. Uh, you know, if you haven't voted yet, please go out. Consider Gray Mills. He's running for Congress. Uh, we're, we have been glad to have this conversation. Gray, thank you again. Thanks for serving and, and thanks for help. Thanks for putting up with me in the house. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks. You've listened to All Things Sane here on WSIC. We'll be back next week with some election results. Take care. Serving you better than ever before. 105.9, 100.7. WSIC, Statesville,